to shine so bright and dim my light. Because I got that glitter, 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 and um, if you guys don't know, I'm Artisha Man Cooper. You're one of your hosts, and you're here with Tish. And then we're here with Darkoya. Darkoya, Koya, Connor. <laughs> yes, yes. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we are here today, like Tish said, with our good friend, Miss pa Mrs. Pamela Shaw. She is a Hollywood and Broadway actress. Um, she's been in countless uh, productions and films such as The Kids Are All Right, Indigo Lake, and um, let's see. And currently you were on Broadway in Naughty with the Band, right? Well, a little farther from that, I was <laughs> I was in Australia. <laughs> Broadway, Australia. Hey, and um, yeah, in LA and Vegas. Okay, well, that's Broadway. Yeah. That's Broadway. I know it is. East and stopped by a little um, occurrence that we're all living in now. But we'll get here. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on, um, Pamela. Pleasure, really. Yeah. So, Pamela, how do you feel about everything that's going on right now? I think it's, uh, you got a couple hours, uh, you know, I, it's, it's the most extraordinary time that any of us have ever been through in every way. And I um, think with all the terrible, awful, appalling things that there's a lot of positive possibilities mm -hmm. for all of us artistically and as a as a human race and yeah. politically and fingers crossed anyway really interesting time though to be um quarantined didn't you think i mean it's what an experience you know what has yeah. your quarantine experience been like well, I've been quarantining on uh, 99th and Columbus, and and um, it's actually, except for the horrible occurrences outside, being home and having time has been quite extraordinary, being in one place. Mm -hmm. And um, creatively, I've, I've kind of, I've, I've had a good time with it. I'm learning new technical things. <laughs> I need a lot of help. And um, it's just been, I've been writing and uh, never really done that before and started songwriting, and which I haven't done in decades. So, yeah, I'm hearing that from a lot of artists. So, that they're kind of like in their artist bag right now and trying to figure out on the other side of COVID how they're going to maximize off the experience. That's right. So, so as an artist, has COVID really affected the way that you like usually come up with your ideas? Has it been like a really difficult place for you or do you feel like uh, it really hasn't made a difference? Well, it's certainly made a difference in terms of work. I mean, I had bookings that obviously were not, I, I've been doing this uh, piece that's evolved, Naughty with a Band, and we had engagements and in LA and, da, da, da. and so, you know, then, then that, so work-wise, it's been strange. And certainly until fairly recently, no theatrical auditions, except that now there are, and it's all self-tapes, including theater pieces. So there's that. And so that, so work-wise, it's been strange. And, uh, you know, everybody's said like, well, there's no work and all of us are in the same place. It's crazy, but um, creatively, it's been a wonderful time to have time to go inside and breathe and see what you wanna say and how you wanna connect with people and who you wanna connect with. 
Right. That you think? Did you find that too? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely found um, some things that I think that I've been wanting to do for a while. I've, I've been able to do it while in quarantine. So it's been really, you know, it's been really interesting because you have so much time now. You just start thinking about everything that you want to do and you try, you're trying to get it in right now before everybody opens up. So you'll have stuff, mm -hmm. you know? So that's kind of like part of the thing about keeping your passion is that your passion leads you to things that you can you can do that you didn't even know that you you could do, which is why we're here. We didn't even know anything about it. You never did, did this before the quarantine? No. Is it quarantine no, wow. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, we started it in the quarantine. Wow. We did. Yeah. It's exactly right. what we're talking about. Exactly. Right. That's right. so cool. That's so fabulous. That's so wonderful. And oh. you know what? If we didn't have time, we would just be doing what we normally do. We wouldn't, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have been, you know, I thought, I remember having this secret thought that I think a lot more people had than I, than I thought when I first thought it. God, what a long preamble. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, after a month, and I thought this is going to end, we're going to have to re, and I really thought, I'm not ready. It's not cooked. Whatever yeah. is happening, and of course, that's totally, totally divorced from the horror show outside. Right. But in terms of being inside in the artistic process and all that, and what the gift of all this has been, in terms of creativity and ideas and birthing things that you never knew were going to be birthed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought, oh, don't let this end after a month. Right, yeah. I think we live in such like a capitalistic society as Americans and it's all about like work, 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 work. And you know, you look at other people and other cultures and they really do take time to relax um, and to be creative. And I think in other countries, Sometimes like even the arts, like it's 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 just celebrated and valued a little bit more, but they actually have time to, like you said, go within and with this pause that the pandemic has caused, um, we all have been able to just take time to like reflect and go within. And that's the very basis for all of our all of the art that we all do. Exactly. It's more it's who we are. And um and Pam, I know that. Um, some of the people watching would love to know how you got started in the arts. Well, um, I played Mrs. Santa Claus when I was six. <laughs> I know you guys are going to relate to this. I think it was about the costume. I do. Because I made, you know, this, the, the red cotton full skirt for days. And then I put the cotton around cotton wool around the bottom and I had a bonnet with cotton wool and a big bow and I thought god what a great business is with me to be able to make like this <laughs> so quite shallow you know and that was the start of it and then I never really wanted to do anything else I just didn't even though I um you know there's a lot more I'm interested in but I just it's always drew me and like glue and so it went on from there mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so it's pretty much all I've done and um, I've gone through you know I can't stand the business and I can't um, you know I, the business is too hard I can't do it you know we all go through that yeah right and we go right on we get back up dust ourselves off and do what our passion is Right. Yeah. yeah. We talk about that a lot, like artists kind of transitioning to have a business mindset because you need a little bit of both. Um, uh, how, what do you think about that? Like, cause you just said you hate the business and I know I hate the business aspect of it. <laughs> well, I hope you don't hate it as much as I do because it's a huge limitation if that's what you're asking. Mm, yeah, now, you Tisher. I I don't. We don't know each other very well, Darkwa. But we yeah. do more, and I think you're very good at the business part of it, don't you think, Tish? 
I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think point, you know, having not seen you in quite a while. I think I think you got but I, I think it's a big limitation um to it's it's like it is say it's show business. It's not just show, you know, it's it's it's, it's business. And if you flee from that too much, I don't think it's helpful to have a platform to be, be your creative self in, mm. you know what I mean? I mean, how yeah. can that all be supported? It's, it all works together. Just like this is such a challenging time for me, honestly, technically. I mean, I like to joke, I just learned how to fax. It doesn't even work that joke anymore because faxes, you probably never even heard of them. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's been very challenging to me because I just sort of said, well, I don't, I don't do, you know, I don't, I don't do technical stuff. Well, mm. what a limitation now. And so yeah. I'm, I'm learning and I'm thinking that it's, I find the combination of the technical stuff mm -hmm. and the creative stuff fascinating. I mean, I've seen, you know, concerts, I'm sure you guys have too, on um, uh, Zoom that are really interesting. I'm just discovering yeah. a thing called Jam Kazam. You guys know about that? Musicians who are listening, if you don't know about it, find out about it. It's a way you can, I can be here singing with uh, my keyboard player in LA and my drummer in Australia. And we jam without any delay. Wow. Wow. So that's extraordinary. And you have to know how to get up on it. So I'm really, um, you know, we all have to learn whatever we don't know. And if we don't learn it, it comes back to, you know, bite us in the ass, you know, right? <laughs> Right. I mean, I got so this is my thing. I had to learn this, and this is part of the business right now, the technical part. Right. So, being a business person is, I, I, I finally learned in my advanced years, it's not, it's not contradictory, it's complementary. Mm. But I right. really taught it for so long. So, did I answer your question? Yes. Yeah. Not contradictory, <laughs> but complimentary. I love that. I love that. Um, I've definitely had to have had to attain a lot of um, technical skills, um, hence my ring light. <laughs> um, and, you know, um, I was talking to one of my friends about that, about the resistance, the, uh, the, the resistance. And I think a lot of artists, they go through that. You probably can attest to this, Tish and, and Pamela. Um, mm -hmm just that resistance when you know you need to do something and it will help you tremendously, but there's always a little, uh, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't want to, yeah. But if you push past that, you'll find that like, it's like you said, it's so complimentary to what you want to do, what you want to achieve. And it helps your art creatively. And I know a lot of people watching <clears throat> that they we've gotten like countless questions about like, how can I level up in the pandemic? How can I level up technically? How can I level up with like, even the way that I um, ask somebody and ask, um, approach somebody in the industry with an email. Yes. Um, so what, what advice would you give other people with your personal experience in the technical realm uh, as artists out there? What advice would you well, give? Them? Actually, it's been a kind of bonus if you're, uh, we consider myself basically, which is hilarious because I'm not, but I am an introvert, you know, <laughs> and um, it's so it's so sometimes it's been hard for me, the business aspect of doing the meet, greet, uh, what do you call it? networking, da, 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 da. but now since nobody can do it face to face, there are ways to do it through here. Yes. And I find that quite extraordinary and very exciting, even worth knowing what a ring light is. <laughs> so, so, I mean, grab on to whatever's coming at you and use it is, is what I believe, you know? And sometimes in my creative life, God knows there's been nothing coming. And that is, we all know, crazy making, frustrating, hurtful, horrible but it's part of the process mm -hmm. and it all goes somewhere else. So right now, 
it may seem like everything's, uh, but there's a lot of things that are happening and just be open to them and, and kind of grab them. I have to ask you how you got your nails done and they're pink and I want them. <laughs> well, if we really want to go into it, I went to go visit my best friend, that lady right Me. there, Jimmy <laughs> Cooper, and we uh, were in South Carolina, and we went to the nail shop. Uh -huh. <laughs> we got our nails. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god! Thank you. Here's two today. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Yes, we were struggling on the struggle bus for a long time, but we got it together. It was too much for us. That was kind of a hot mess of a story, but I mean, I'm happy that something was, I got, you know, I have a tip and acrylic. I got something on here. So. But I have seen the nail shops. They're open here now because I'm in New York as well, um, Pamela. They are open now. They are open. Yes. So. Venturing out. Yeah. Maybe a mask. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, um, Pamela, so there's a lot of artists and entrepreneurs out, of, out there who want to know how they can have longevity in their career. And so you've had such an amazing uh, career and you've clearly in the entertainment industry. Um, how have you been able to have consistency and longevity in the entertainment industry? Well, for me, um, I, I've always been keeping it alive when there's no work by going to class. Mm. And I really believe in that. I mean, I, you know, if you're a ballet dancer, you don't stop doing your bar work. You say, cause, oh, I've done that already. I know how to do that. I don't need to do that anymore. Well, if you don't do that, you can't, you can only go to, you know, so I, I find that very, very nourishing mm -hmm. and very important for any artist. Do what you do and find a way to do it. Uh, and your own, create your own stuff and go to class and learn and be curious. And I mean, really, that's what we all got. And particularly in this business, which is so crazy and so unpredictable and, and really difficult as a business, yeah. you know, I think every business is difficult right now, except for probably the internet business. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for Zoom, but, uh, you know, but, but it's really hard. So you have to keep your own uh, motor going. And that's what I have found is really important. And also then the people that I've met through classes mm -hmm. um, from the time I started out are my dearest, my family, you know, my family, yeah. because we all connect in the same, from the same source and we care about the same things. And we've all probably had to fight our battles to, to stick with it and to be allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. so, right. mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I believe. You know, I, I I hear um, you know a lot of our interviews. There's just this constant through line of create your own content. I mean, we say it so many times to people like create your own content. And I think for artists, they think it's like a new thing. Like you, like people are just starting to create content now. But in my opinion, it has always been something that artists has have had to do to. Um, to maintain their careers. I, I met um, Kim Cole and she was on a show called Living Single and people are like, oh, well, how, how is it that you're still surviving in the industry? And she was like, because I'm multifaceted. Like, like I don't, I'm just not just an actress. I wrote a book and then she had like a series on homemaking and I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To keep wow. it, also to keep your sanity. I mean, yeah. Honestly. Right. And a lot of people don't talk about that, like the downtime and being an and being an artist and an actress. There's like it's a it's a contract job, you know, you, you get it, you get a gig, and then there's this downtime and then you get another gig. Mm -hmm. And so like what you were saying earlier, um, I think it's my roommate's also an actress and she's always constantly talking taking classes or doing an ensemble and just yes strength, uh, sharpening her, uh, her craft. Yes. And she even says like, even when she goes to an audition, she's just like, listen, <clears throat> when I audition, I'm auditioning because I'm 
getting in that cast. I'm seeing that casting director. So even if I don't get cast, I'm on their radar. I'm you with know? your roommate, 100%. <laughs> really, that's it. Right. And also, there's this wonderful teacher that says every audition is a chance to perform. And that's how they look at it. And, you know, every, and, and sort of, I mean, I did a Zoom audition and I did a thing on monologue. I was, I sucked this <laughs> afternoon, but I, <laughs> did it. and then, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm working on a certain skill set that I feel not so great with. And so I, if I don't do it, when am I, how am I going to do it? You know? Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And it's it's not a like it's not a new concept to like try to level up by finding different skills that you can do. You know, like we talk about the technical skills, but when the reason why I became like a line producer is because I wanted to learn how to create my own content. I was an actress. You know, I didn't know anything oh, about this. Oh, I didn't you know? know that. I just know you was a yeah. yeah, she is yeah, an was... actress, Pamela. She is. Thank you. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we'll have subtext. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> yes. So, it, you know, it's, I just think that there's this misconception when you become like, an artist that you are just limited to being an artist. Like there's not another part of you, but we have families, you know, we have, we have things that we're good at. We, me and Darkoya, we're, we're fans of Tabitha Brown, which we mm. talked about before. And she's a vegan cook mm. and her um, Instagram like show has just like gone off the roof. And people wow. just absolutely love her. And she's gotten so much more press from being a vegan cook than it was when she was an actress. Mm -hmm. So I think it's also important, even if you're passionate about being an actor, being passionate about who you are and the skills that you are that you have outside of being like an actor or whatever it is that you are particularly doing for a job, you know? I agree. And also because it's all stuff that comes out in the stuff that you do creatively. If you just sort of a stagnant person and just only tunnel visioned for the few jobs that come your way, I mean, uh, what are you going to bring? that <laughs> <laughs> You really relate to. They have some sort of life force that comes out in their being and that's what attracts you to their acting really and it's something it's not just oh well yeah mm. i can't finish my sentence i hope it makes sense <laughs> yeah. yeah so when you see the comments on the screen it's usually our viewers <laughs> well it's good do you think what did you say, uh, Pamela? Are purple hearts, good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Pamela, I actually saw uh, listened to your album. Speaking of like projects, I listened to your album. You have an amazing voice. Oh, so thank you. Was it on the website? Yes, it was on your website. Oh my God, that's like yeah, and that's not the recent stuff at all. But yeah, good, thank you. But I, but I love that, and that goes back to what you're saying. Like, I mean, when you're probably not auditioning, you're clearly going in the studio, laying down <laughs> tracks. Yeah, 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 everything, everything. I mean, I, I, I haven't been doing it recently, but except friends and I do it for each other, but coaching, acting, uh, you know, sing, acting in song, I, you know, with people. Mm -hmm. No, you do everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah. Exciting. Well, the song um, that you heard, the song, um, hold on, Gussie, I got to give okay, you a okay. shout out. The song that you heard, uh, the glitter song that we brought on, Darkoya yeah. song, by the way, that was her song. Yes. It was part of our children's album. You mean you yes. wrote it? Yes, I wrote it. <laughs> And I, and I sang on it. I and you sang it. on it? Yeah, yeah she I like told me before I would have been totally intimidated. Thank you. <laughs> it's adorable. It's fantastic. I may want to sing it. <laughs> Thank you, Pamela. Thank you. <laughs> <Aww. In fact. laughs> 
Thank you. Well, wow. me and Tish, we have a motivational, um, a kids motivation company. So we did it together. We're like the dream team. Like I created, she slammed exit. That's kind of our thing. Oh, <laughs> how long have you known each other? 10 years. Okay. We met in grad school. Wow. 10, 10 years, right? Bestie? Yeah, 10, 10, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years, 2010. So it's 2010. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so great, isn't it? And you're doing all this stuff and who knows? Who knows where it's all gonna go? I know. Studio. I just heard about this. A friend of mine sent me a mic thing where it's just a foam thing around a mic that creates a studio at home. Sounds oh. cool. Oh, so it closes the sound off. Yeah. Just right then and there. I'll send it. I'll send it to you. Thank I'll, you. I'll forward the link to it. Awesome. really interesting. Thank you. Well, Pamela, um, so what projects were you currently working on during COVID? Well, um, so this show that I created, a one-person uh, music thing, um, I went over in 2018 to the Edinburgh Festival, the summer, August of 18, I guess. And um, I was going there with a, with another actor and we were doing five Craig Lucas plays. And my manager at the time said, you know, you really should think of doing two things while you're over there because if you get any publicity, you'll get more. So I thought, okay, another thing, what could I do? And I had sort of taken, um, been on a diet from music and from uh, performing in concerts and cabarets because honestly, I thought it's not going to get me acting jobs that I want now. Mm -hmm. And I really can't afford to do that until I'm on another level as an actor. So when he said that, I thought, oh, maybe I could do some sort of, maybe I could do an act, a cabaret act. And that would be very gratifying. I could create that. And so I did, and I created this show, Naughty. Now, the reason it's called Naughty is that I wish, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> maybe you guys can see this. If I can get, hold on. I'll show you the, uh, the thing. Carry on without me. <laughs> you are the show, Pamela. You're the show. Okay. This is one of the things. Can you see this? Not with the band. Yes. So yeah. that, okay. So that's the show. And basically, the reason it was called that is that my, I was creating it. And as I was, you know, pre-rehearsal pre for the, for the other plays and, Thinking, taking my time, you know how we create like this, not uh, 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 uh. And like six months before I went there, the manager said, so what's it called? What's it about? What's the running order? Who are the musicians? I said, well, I'm just creating it. And he said, yeah, but they have a six month lead on PR over there. So mm -hmm. within six days, you better have a name and a concept. So one of the songs I knew I was going to do was called Naughty. So I thought, ah, Naughty. <laughs> and then I kind of tied it in with a lot of the thematic of the other stuff, which was daring to be irreverent, to be who you actually are. Hmm. And so the theme really evolved from there. So we did the plays and then I did that and it was it was great and it was the most exhausting, it was just, it was a phenomenal experience. And one of the producers over there invited me to do um, some concerts and some um, uh, festivals in Europe. And then from there I got invited to the Adelaide Cabaret Festival in Australia. And I was there for six weeks and then from there I did Melbourne and then I did Sydney and then I got invited to open a club the following year and then I expanded it wow. and, and then, and then, you know, LA and Vegas and here soon. <laughs> and so what'd you ask? <laughs> oh, just what projects were you working on? So that's your, that's your project. <laughs> <laughs> working 
on it, um, even though not that actively. I just thought of another song. I thought, oh yeah, I want to put that in it. And I started this songwriting thing with a um, somebody that I met through another manager I was with, a singer songwriter, very talented, Athena Wright. You know her, very talented. Anyway, um, so I did um, just about three lessons with her songwriting things because I thought. I'd love to get back to doing my own music and put that in Naughty the next time. So I've been doing that. And uh, I'm doing a very interesting acting workshop, which uh, has to do with writing. I did an audition for um, a film that Michael Bay is, is directing and producing, I guess. And in it, they, they asked for actors to film one minute of a piece they wrote about what a story that happened to them during this time of COVID and mm -hmm. the pause and what, what happened. And it could be anything, you know, happy, mad, funny, sad, you know, anything. But so I did the one minute and I got excited by the writing. And then I got this invitation to this class, which had to do with creating a story that came either or or both out of COVID and the Floyd and everything that's happened happening. And so I thought this is a way to deepen it and go further with it because this was five to 10 minutes of written stuff. So that's what I'm doing. I just did the first of that, I've got five minutes of that and this is a six week course. And so I don't know where it's gonna go, but it's very exciting. Yay. Yeah. Um, so where you have Naughty completely um, stopped because of COVID or are you still- I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. So Naughty with a Band, has that completely like halted because of COVID? Well, it, it has so far, unless I get this jam Kazam and we end up doing it on Zoom. But I can't, it's a very live show and, and um, it's, you know, we've only done it with uh, piano, bass, drums, guitar, but it can be, it can, it, it just, I don't know where it's going to land, but it's very funky and very kind of musically odd and mixed up and you know has all my uh my stuff about growing up in new york and being a bad girl with uh <laughs> sex drugs and rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of fun yes okay yeah. i love it i love it <laughs> so i'm working on it even though it's not there's no work basically right right uh, where they rescheduled me for April, ha ha ha. Then they canceled. I mean, you know, nobody knows. Can you see going to? No, it's not happening yet. Yeah, right. to surrender to what is, and find our way through that. You know, honestly, that's what I feel. Right. But you're still working on it, though. It sounds like. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So you can really on it. I'm loving uh, it, and and I guess because of the years away from kind of working on my own material that I work, you know, film and not so much TV, but a lot of off Broadway here, and mm -hmm. and it was not only necessary. I wanted to do it, and I still want to do it, but there is no off Broadway, and there is no Broadway. I mean, so it's not happening now, mm -hmm. but. Uh, all the years that I took off from singing, uh, I really refound an appetite for doing that, and now an appetite for really doing my own stuff. So who knows? I mean, right. I could suck; it's possible, but it's <laughs> I mean, you literally been traveling the world, doing doing what you love, and like literally performing in something that you created. I mean, that had to be a great experience. Well, if you know, it was amazing. The, it, so we'd been to Australia and then we came back, got booked in, in LA. And the producer invited to this LA gig, a lot of people for future work. One of them, she said, well, I'm inviting my friend from Vegas, but I don't think he'll come. Well, he didn't come. So she didn't think anybody was there, but he had sent somebody. And that somebody said, 
I want her, I'm telling my friend that she should be in Vegas. So it's like, Vegas, oh my God, glitter, <laughs> opportunity, outfit. So um, it really happened. And I sort of poo-pooed it in my mind because I didn't want to get, I, I think I would have been freaked out if I'd realized it was in a proper casino. So I just thought it was a little club off the strip or something. And we get there and it's right next, I mean, Barry Manlow's room and this, yeah, no, it's, it was just, it was proper Vegas. And so it was very exciting. And I never thought of myself as doing that. But one part, one time, I'm sure I could, but I did not think this show was going to go there because it's rude. Wow. You know, it's not, it, and so, but you never know. So, wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's so powerful because I think sometimes when we create things, that's the thing about creating your own, your own opportunity. When we create things, we don't know how far it will go or how far it will take us, but we just, we just have to create that. That's so, that's very inspiring for me. I know. And a lot of people out there are probably watching, um, you know, you just never know. You create this thing know. and it comes from your core. And yeah. I mean, look at where it it, it took you and, and is going to take you because I'm quite sure you're going to continue after the pandemic. I'm hoping and I'm, I'm thinking so. You know, you never know. But I think you just have to do the thing, right? All of us have to do the thing and then give it over, see where it goes. You can know, you have your, your likes and dislikes of where you want it to go, but ultimately the universe is gonna pretty much decide for us, don't you think? I think yeah. You know what I'm, in, I'm, I'm wondering, like when you were doing your process, were there people in your ear telling you how you should or should not mm. do it, or if there was like a right and wrong way to do that, you know? You mm. mean to, to this show or just generally? Yeah, to your show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I was, you know, I listened to the, I, I instinctively knew before Edinburgh that I couldn't have a director, that that was, no, it was going to be my concept and it just wasn't right. But then afterwards, I got with some people who didn't, weren't necessarily like-minded and people who thought I should do this, that, that, and that. And and some of them were right. Some of the ideas were great. But, you know, part of the thing of doing your own thing is that it's your own thing. And if it doesn't feel right, anyway, I mean, it, it just, it doesn't, it has to, you know, with anything, with people you like, with choices you make, you just sort of try to listen. I, I mean, I think that, you just try to listen to your intuition and that in itself is not so damn easy all the time. I don't know. Yeah. For me. I mean, it's like, you know, cause you hear all this conflicting stuff and people think you should do this and should do that. But you see the great thing about the show is that it's all about that. It's about being said, told, no, don't do right. this. Don't do that. Be very nice, be polite, be, you know, and it's breaking out. So anything that anybody told me that was a no was usable in either creating material for myself within the show or using within the material that I already had mm -hmm. to impassion me to, to perform it better. So it's a very good thing to have your own thing for that reason, because nobody, nobody take and take that one away from you. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And when you're an actor or when you work for somebody else, or when you create other projects for other people, you have to, I mean, every, you look, we all have to collaborate, but that's a pleasure when it's a pleasure, but it's not so much when you're being told, I mean, there are directors that I've worked for um, in theater, and probably will again if theater comes back. That say um, that you you meet them and you read you've read the play you've auditioned, and then they say, okay, so on um, the first scene, I want you to start over there. Then you're going to go over there, and and it's without exploration of the script, of the text, of what motivates a movement, and it's against my religion, but 
I got to say, yes, I'm hired. But right. this time, when you do your own thing, like you guys, you know, right. you, make, you make some collaborative concessions. We all do, and that's life. But you don't really do something you don't believe in if it's yours, um, particularly if you're not getting paid a fortune to do it. <laughs> and, you know, there's give and take, for, for, and that's, yeah. So... So that's my that's my feeling about it. It's uh, it's very precious to do your own thing that you guys know. You know, it's it's very yeah. precious. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to kind of motivate a lot of people to understand that they think that like your managers and your agents, they're doing the hard work, but the hardest worker is you. Yeah. You know, the hardest worker when you're trying to advance your career, it won't be them. They'll just piggyback off of the work that you've already done. So true. So like I, I talk to young artists all the time and I try to tell them like, listen, you have something in you outside of this that can advance you to where you need to be at. You just need to figure out what that is. You know, you need to figure out what that is. Everybody has something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has something. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a keen believer in that. Me too. But also in the time that it takes to, you know, sometimes it happens instant, instantaneously. And sometimes it just takes fucking forever. I'm going to say fucking here. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, it does. It's, it's forever or else it's not. And it, yeah, I think it's yeah. so great that you're mentoring people like that. You know, I just yeah. think it's fabulous. And the kids thing that you're doing, I really respect that. That's so great. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. Well, we're not only doing kids stuff though. Hold up. <laughs> Victor's doing some stuff too, right? Your husband, Victor. Yeah. Yeah, Victor is doing kid stuff too, right? Yes, it's kids involved. It's kind of medically in, involved because mm -hmm. he was a doctor. So it's it comes from that angle and it has entertainment in it, but it's, oh, wow. it's kind of clinical and yeah. So it's a whole different thing. Look, I, I'm very grateful for him because he's become my uh, he's my reading partner in my self tapes. <laughs> also my cameraman. So I guess he is in the business sort of, but it, this project is, is more medical, but yeah. That's great. I want to That's hear that song. You know, I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I wrote it. And you're saying, Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Pamela, um, I, I hear you talk about your husband and just you're so positive and so passionate. Like how have a lot of things have been happening. I know a lot of people have just been talking about everything that's been going on. And I mean, some people are dealing with the pandemic very negatively. You know, they're not they're in a very bad space. But just seeing your energy, seeing your light, like how have you been able to stay so passionate and um, keep keep your spirit uplift, have your spirit uplifted in the pandemic? Well, I do do a lot of work with myself on myself. I meditate, I uh, do yoga and, and I'm um, do whatever spiritual work I do, not necessarily in, in a named thing. Although I can say that I deeply am grateful for something called the Sedona method, which if anybody wants to, have you heard of it? It's just no. brilliant, brilliant. And just been a really helpful, helpful tool mm -hmm. for this time. And I actually would say to everybody listening that you would do yourself a favor to look on uh, the Sedona method.com. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm not a member of the faculty or anything, but I, I, I just really believe in it. So I do that. And I have a wonderful relationship for which I'm unbelievably grateful. You never know what it's going to be like when you're quarantining with 
your partner. We've been sort of separated because I've been traveling a lot. And so, it, it, but it's been delightful and delicious and lovely. And um, there's a lot to be grateful for is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've been like a lot, you've been doing like a lot of self-care, it sounds like. That right. self-care, that word, I think uh, I've been hearing that a lot from people too who do have like more positive takes on what's going on is that they're taking the time to really just take care of themselves, to meditate yeah. like you're saying, and mm -hmm. to, to also like, I've, I've talked to so many people who are telling me that they're learning how to polish their own nails. <laughs> <laughs> I find the political part a little challenging, but okay, I've done it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, and they said it's a hot mess, but that's okay, self-care. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna figure about, it out anyway. What right? about cooking, ladies? I mean, you know, I, I, I've never cooked so much in my life. Yes! So I'm ready to open the restaurant. That's it. <laughs> but it's been fun. I, you know, sometimes it's a drag, of course. Things are not always, ha, ha, ha. But, but I think allowing yourself to go there and um, to have deep, deep friends, which obviously you guys do and are, deep friends, deep relationships, deep inner relationship with yourself, deep inner relationship with your creativity and your passion. Mm -hmm. And you don't, as that's our, our only hope, I believe, how to ride an outside that is so damn unbearably insecure. I mean, yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen. So there is no other way except the way in, I think. And to create from that and to, you know, sing out and write yeah. out and connect with beautiful people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Did you have a, um, oh, sorry, Bessie, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, did you, uh, prior to the pandemic, did you have like a practice of meditation? Because I know like um, I'm an actress, but I know like a lot of artists, they talk about like getting your mindset right, be, you know, getting your mindset right for auditions, getting your mindset right to do the craft. Did you have, was that like a practice prior to the pandemic for you? I certainly have been involved with the Sedona method for a long time. And that's very helpful. That has to do with, um, I guess, not feeling feelings and but separating from identification with them. Kind of, it sounds more heady than it is. It's quite natural. Um, and I and I I did do meditation, but I wouldn't say I'm a meditator. I, I started a few years ago and. I'm not always wanting to do it. It's not like I'm, oh, you know, I'm more like, let's dance. <laughs> I know that it's like a discipline. And I know it's good. It's truly good for me because, and, and, and this has been the bonus of this time because now it's very obvious that there's nothing else to count on, really. And uh, it's about connection. It's about connection above heart, soul through through living and life and loving and music and and music and art and all that stuff, isn't it? I mean, what else is no. there? So it isn't like I was always great at that. I, you know, listen. I just started yoga um, three years ago and and love it mm -hmm. and. But I, the only thing I would ever do would dance. I mean, I'm like Miss Zuma or something, you know. <laughs> That's not like me. I do that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really like being in the gym like that, you know. I'm more so like, oh, just give me some dance music. Yeah, no, well, before the pandemic, I was taking classes that I was getting very good at. I was very good at my classes, and then now they have it online, but I keep missing it because no. everything's so crowded on the internet. Oh, <laughs> there's so there's so they're at all time. You don't have to. There are there are Zumba classes that you can put on for 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour, anytime, day or night. You just put it on. You go on uh, and you YouTube and you blah 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 blah, and you move, shake it around. There it is. <laughs> Done. 
I'm with it. You got to call me then, Pam. I will. I'll, I'll Are you guys going to do a group Zoom session? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I will Zoom, I will Zoom all day, every single day. That workout, let me pick up the weight stuff. That just, it just is too much for me. That is me. That is me. I like it. You do a Zoom weights? Well, I just like, like prior to the pandemic, I was doing hit, um, boxing. That's more my lane, like dancing and all that. I, I mean, I, I did it for many years doing musical theater, but I just, yeah. it's not like my sister who's probably watching, she's the dancer. <laughs> like I'm not into <laughs> the dancer. I just, I do it just uh, for what I need, but like that. <laughs> I'm more so of a like, let's just get ripped and wow, <laughs> do it. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's so great. You're like polar opposites that way, right? I know, but you wouldn't yeah. so because you would think it was the opposite. Some people think I like to dance and Tish likes to lift weights. No, <laughs> no, I, I just won't do it. I mean, you can ask my husband about it. He tries. He gets so frustrated with me. He tries, but I'm just like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, but. You <laughs> I don't know why you're not doing Zumba online. I'm going to get at you. You know, I think I am. Now that you mentioned that, I think I am going to do it online because I love dancing. You know, I, let me tell you how much I love dancing. I ordered Dancing with the Stars. Like oh it was God. like a thing on Amazon. It was like a, you know, like a DVD. Yeah. Like it was like years ago and I was like oh my gosh I want to dance like how they're doing Dancing with the Stars and it got lost in the mail and I was so mad. Oh, no. Oh, so uh, I never got it. I never got it. And I had to. Wait, you need to just invite her to a Zoom class and she'll go with you. Not only that, I have a friend of mine who lives in Denver who does Zumba. Showed me, she got me to a guy who's not come, who's taken July off. He's come back in August, but who was in Dancing with the Stars for six years and now does like a Zumba thing. Yes! yes. I'm class you on all this stuff. You have no more excuses. You can have fun. I do it oh my gosh, minutes so and at least fun. I feel, you know. That would be so fun. I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, so Bestie, let's get to the the protest question, which is the question we ask everyone oh. every time we're on the show. So yes. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So, so Pamela, um, we love how we're seeing various ethnicities that have helped to protest racial inequality and injustice in our country. And I, you have you been protesting, or protesting from uh, inside? And that's okay because activism takes yeah. on many forms. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've been out protesting, and some yeah. of these, like these chants, they're very creative and they're very, some of them are just funny. Like, <laughs> so, um, like, there's one that's like, you about to lose your job. Like, it's just like, it's, 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 it's hilarious. Um, if you were leading a protest, what would your chant be? This is the question you ask everybody. Okay, how long do I have? You can take as long as you like. Like what your message that you would want to give to the world. That's kind of really what it is. Grow from this, learn from this. Mm. Take it seriously. Mm. Take it seriously and make it now. Oh, come on. Come on. All right. All right. Now. Make it now. And, you know, I say I haven't protested. I don't mean to say, well, I'm sort of sitting in here and not. I just, I I was worried in terms of mass and all that. But I'm, yeah. I've, been, I've been very involved and, and I am very involved. And I, um, yeah, it needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen now. And it is. I don't know what's going to happen with our politics uh, or what. I don't know. Right. No, we don't know. 
Right. But I do know something's happening. Don't you feel it? I mean, something. I feel it. Yeah. I do. I feel it. I do. And I just, just, just to piggyback off of what you said, you know, um, and I do want to kind of talk about that on here because I see it happening on social media a lot and I really don't like it. It takes a village and it takes multiple people in different positions to, um, to activate change and for change to happen. For some people, their activism might be protesting. For other people, their activism might be um, calling people in like their, their local political officials. For other people, it might be donating to bailout funds or to um, different organizations. Um, activism looks very different for everybody. So I just, I really wanna say that on here and I also, want to say, please arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. We usually say that in the beginning of our show, but we believe like the uh, late great Nina Simone said, you know, um, it is a, it is a artist um, duty to reflect the time. So we believe in using our, um, our show and our platform for change. And that's our form of activism. So God uh, bless you for doing that and for weaving this into your charming adorableness and to really weaving <laughs> it in and, and, and saying this happens every show because we created this show and this is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just the, 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 there, there are no words for, and I, I sort of am over the words for the uh, disgust and the repulsiveness of what's happened. But it's, it's got to, it's going to be used for something. Just like you know, having some troubles can also be used for something. You know, it's just what we're talking about about the artistic work. And this is, yeah, it has to be used now. Amen. Well, it will be, it will be, and as long as we have people. Who, and I, I believe in artists so much and how we change the world, how we change the perspective of people, how we're able to take art and to use it as a platform to make change. And I think um, I've had so many conversations where I've told people that, you know, as an artist, you have a real responsibility, you know, not just to say, I'm just going to throw myself, especially I deal a lot with women, you know, because. I've been a woman in this industry and I've been behind the scenes for a while. And I'm just like, you gotta help me help you (laughs) so we can make change. And that's the same thing that I would say, you know, for people out here, like help us help you make change, you know, like stand up for when you see something's wrong or you see somebody does do something wrong, then just like, being a person who says, you want to know what, I'm going to stand up for something right, it makes a difference. And that's what I've been doing mostly right. for my career. While I love what I do. I've been doing that for people. And I just think it's just going to be what everybody's going to do now. So you were ahead of me. What about, what do you, what do you guys think? I mean, what do you guys think about wearing masks? I think it's, I think it's, it's it's life or de- life or death. I mean, I literally they they have done studies where people who have been out protesting or you know in close quarters with each other, they have shown that if both people are wearing masks, it significantly reduces um, reduces your risk of infection. And so I think that I mean it, it just all goes back to selflessness and loving each other because Mm -hmm. you wear a mask not just for you you wear a mask for other people you wear a mask for because you could be asymptomatic and give it to somebody else in your home or you wear a mask because you might be carrying it and when you go out you might be around somebody that is at risk you know so i wholeheartedly believe that we should all wear masks um and we just i think like you said earlier about all of this is going is going to lead to some good. This is really kind of checking a lot of people, um, checking their value systems, checking. I mean, literally before it was like, I'm busy, busy, busy. Now it's like, oh, I have food. That's so amazing. Like, thank God. Like, oh, I, I, I have time with my, my spouse or my friends. You know, um, there's so much stuff happening in the world that it's just really 
creating, at least for me, and I know a lot of other people, a sense of gratitude. So, and just selflessness, it's not about us. We are a world, we are are all interconnected, you know? I think we felt that probably in this business more than everybody, but I think everybody, it's just, it's seeping in. But okay, let let me throw this and see if you guys have any suggestions. And if not, let's figure this out. And let's figure this out on air, because maybe we can create something. What to do about people who don't wear masks? And what to do, in other words, there are times where I would say something, but I, it's New York, honey. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> scary. That is scary. What do you do? What's the political thing about that? What can we do? It's very difficult because... I just, what I found living in South Carolina, there's like people who wear masks and then people who don't. And sometimes the people who don't, they're so far away because everybody's so spread out that it's not a big deal. But then yeah. our numbers are going up now. So yeah. maybe it's a big deal. So I'm just, yeah. let, me just, let me just take that back. Our numbers are going up. So yeah. I've, it's very difficult to really say, say things with people because everybody has a belief about the mask. Some people believe that it works. Some people believe that it doesn't. So like, even when like I'm around people and you, you almost give them like, do you have your mask stare? Like you don't really, you don't really say anything, but you know, you put it on, like, where's your mask? And they just look at you like, mm-hmm. in like, like carelessness, you know? So, I think it's just going to be very difficult because you have one half of the country that's like, wear your mask. The other half of the country is like, why are you making us? We're Americans. Why do we have to? We have our own voice. No, it's true. I find it really, I find that really, I don't know how to deal with it. And I don't know if anybody does. And it's very scary because of what you said. I mean, it just just is. And and, uh, yeah. People, I, mean, I was in a food place and this guy, I was in a health food store, whatever, and the guy had a mask like this. And I was like, I've seen that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tish knows I'm on her about that one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, I've got mask. Yes. Well, the mask. <laughs> her. Yeah, yeah, you do. But you know, you know, Pamela, I. I spent a lot of the better half of the pandemic very, um, very fearful, very scared of, of getting COVID. And um, and just like, I think before this happened, we didn't realize, I, I was a little bit upset because I said, even if I'm taking all the necessary precautions, it's like I could be affected because of other people's actions. And that was very different for me and one of the things that I just really had to work on, and I think, you know, therapy and just kind of coming to my own, just grounding myself um, mentally, I just realized, I said, you know, I only have control over what I have control over. I don't have control over everybody else on the street. So for me, it was really more of a paradigm shift because Fascinating. I can't make a person outside wear a mask. All I can do is when I see them, move away um, and just wear my mask. So taking ownership for myself and then just really releasing that um, because I just realized like living in fear is not living at all. You know, it's living in captivity and chained. And I just said, you know, I would rather I would rather spend, you know, be in a mental space and spend my time creatively and just free i like we have no control over that and i mean if if it takes them two years to find a cure or however long we're gonna be in this and i said you know what nope and literally nothing changed my mindset just changed about it because we just have no control over it you know unfortunately it's yeah. true, but it's but I, balance, and this gets back to the whole racial stuff. It's the balance between, well, what we don't have any control. Is this what it is? There was always going to be, and saying, wait a second. Yeah. So it's that balance, right. and I totally am with you about mm-hmm. shifting from fear to fearlessness. Mm-hmm. I, I really, yeah. really work on that myself, and I get it. I'm just wondering. I don't want to be passive. 
you know, and right. behavior because I don't know, I guess maybe, maybe there is nothing to be done. Oh, you know what you could do, Pamela? Maybe like we should create like a shirt that says wear a mask and like we could create a shirt. I love it. Or That's like a, a little, a little uh, hoodie. It could be like bedazzled, wear a mask, and we could just like hashtag. Bedazzled? Be, yeah. Did you say bedazzled? Yeah, I would bedazzled mine. I, mine would be okay. bedazzled with, <laughs> with jewels and glitter. Yes. And like, okay. Because yeah. okay. okay. it would get attention on the street, like if it was bedazzled. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Bling, bling, bling. <laughs> if nobody listens to anything else, they listen to bling. <laughs> yeah. But that's a great idea. That is a really good idea, actually. Thank you. Okay. All right. Look, look how we just came up with a thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah. He has a lot of time. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are ending. Oh, bling, bling. <laughs> bling, bling. Interesting. That's so funny. Um, so we're ending the, we're at the uh, end of our show. So I'm so glad, Pammy, you were out with your energy and compassion. You're just gorgeous, and it's it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Pam, oh, you can so stay on. Let them know. Uh, so her Pamela's uh, social media, she's on Instagram, Pamela Shaw, and on Facebook, Pamela Shaw, and your website is PamelaShaw.com, correct? Well, Pamela-Shaw.com. Pamela-Shaw. Yeah, Instagram is PPP Pamela Shaw. Yeah. Just yes. to put that out there. Yes. PPP yes. Pamela. It's three Ps, Pamela Shaw. So follow her on Instagram, guys. Listen to her music because she has an amazing voice. Yes. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You. Bye. 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 Virtual hugs. <laughs> Virtual hugs. I just learned that term, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>